Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to have you with us tonight. We are broadcasting live from the studios of KDIX Dickinson, North Dakota. And we are so glad to have you listening to us appreciate you listening to us we've got uh i got some technical things going on here in the studio i've got to i got to get this figured out but we'll get it figured out here eventually uh pastor bob is the pastor of the new life there we go pastor bob is the pastor of the new life pentecostal church i, I think i said that in dickinson north dakota and we our next service is wednesday night at seven thirty. sunday mornings at 10 o'clock sunday school 11 o'clock worship service we have churches nearby in Bowman and Beach, Williston, Newtown, Bismarck, Mandan, let's see Beulah, all over this this area of western North Dakota. Who did I forget? You can text me. I'm, I'm a little scatterbrained, but I'll get it get it together tonight. You can text me seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two. This is Father's Day, June 19th, 2022, is when the broadcast is live. It will eventually be uploaded to a podcast someday. We'll work on that. Sister Brett's just texted me. Hello, Sister Brett's. Good to have her listening. Brother Johnson's listening in New Mexico. We've got um, Brother Griffith out in Montana somewhere listening. Yvonne and Marin are listening tonight in Bowman. We got to see them on Friday in Bismarck, so it was nice to see them. We had a special speaker at our church today. Alfred Deeds was the speaker and did a tremendous job. He always does. One of our favorites here in at the New Life Pentecostal Church. He is a, a pastor, was a pastor from Buchanan, Michigan. His son is the pastor of that church now, and he still preaches a lot, travels a lot. He was out here with his wife and his uh, one of his granddaughters. And so it was nice to have them with us in church today. I don't think they're listening to me. They're out in Beach right now with some of our folks out there. But what a blessing it was. He talked in church about, about um, not having fear, even though our world is going crazy, but not to have fear. And because he's Jesus is with us always, I believe that's true. I really do. We've got a uh, program tonight going to be pretty, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, depends on which side of it you're on. It's going to be uh, revolutionary if you're on one side. It's going to be basic if you're on the other side. I want to turn our attention to, I've got some good, I think I've got some good music lined up too. I don't have my guitar in the studio, but I've got some stuff from the Tell It Like It Is playlist, some Looks like some Lance Appleton stuff, maybe some other stuff. We'll get to some of that. But, yeah, text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Let me know you're listening. If you're out of the country and you can't, or you can't text, try to email me at robertsimons58 at gmail.com. And 
it will be nice to hear from you, and especially questions or maybe some scripture that um, you want to add to the broadcast. Raul is texting tonight, um, or the Portaluses are texting, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you guys, too. Um, we've got Tim listening in North Carolina. He just let us know. Yeah, I, it's always fun for me to find out who's listening. We've got, this is a AM radio station in Dickinson, North Dakota that we broadcast from, but it is picked up online, and so we do get communication from all over. Some of my favorite things, I, I love to get the communication, but I love to realize there are a lot of people that are listening that do never text, and I'm glad they're listening, and I find out sometimes years later that they've been listening faithfully. And maybe you're one of those, and you just don't want to text because you don't want me in your business. Well, I certainly can honor that. Let's get to it. Second Peter 1, chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. According as is his divine power, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, Whereby we are given, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Notice the word "divine" is in these two verses twice. One that he's given us his divine power, and that comes through the knowledge of him. And then number two, in verse four, it says that we might be partakers of his divine nature. And I'm going to kind of zero in on that. Wouldn't it be awesome if we could just obey God naturally, rather than to struggle to live for him every single moment, like Romans 7 seems to suggest? Well, I, I personally believe that it is his plan that it happens that we could obey God naturally. And it happens through the new birth experience. And then we need to maintain that new birth experience. That's, that's the way this works. God wants to do, He wants to do a DNA transplant into our lives a complete DNA transplant. Now, not the deoxyribonucleic acid type. I think that's how you say it. Deoxyribonucleic acid, is that right? Brother Johnson would know. But not that kind of DNA, but maybe this kind of DNA, the divine nature of the Almighty, that type of DNA. And the spiritual birth is the foundation of this. The new birth that is talked about in the Gospel of John is much different than just joining the church. You can attend a Pentecostal church. We wished you would attend a Pentecostal church. I'm on the air to promote you attending a Pentecostal church. But just because you attend a Pentecostal church doesn't mean you will have God's nature grafted into your thinking. Because it doesn't come that way. 
It doesn't come just by being associated with God's people. In John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, Jesus in, uh, was met by a man named Nicodemus, and he said, Jesus answered, said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is talking about the new birth, the spiritual birth. Jesus said that, that uh, you know, there is a natural birth and a spiritual birth, and we have to be born again spiritually to have the DNA transplant, the, the divine nature of the Almighty. If you're just tuning in, I'm kind of zeroing in on Second Peter 1, four. talks about being partakers of the divine nature. And uh, these exceeding great and precious promises that we have, I believe, are the promises of the spiritual birth. In John chapter 1, verse 12, Jesus said, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, to them that received him is talking about not just a mental assent that Jesus is Lord, and I'm not against that, but that's not what this is talking about. But as many as receive him, in John chapter 1 and 12, I want you to cross-reference that with Acts 19 and 2, where, where Paul said, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Receiving Christ and receiving the Holy Ghost are the same thing. And that's probably the most profound thing I'm going to say on this broadcast if you're not if you're not informed of what the new birth really is. Jesus told his disciples while he walked on this earth that I'm presently with you, but I shall be in you. He couldn't physically jump down their throats and be in them, but the spirit that was in Christ was God Almighty. And when Jesus died on the cross, rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, he poured out his spirit in Acts chapter 2, and the Bible says that they received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. John chapter 1 and verse 12, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, is exactly the same when Paul said in Acts 19.2, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Receiving Jesus, receiving the Holy Ghost, are synonymous with each other. And when you receive the Holy Ghost, or Jesus, whichever way you want to say it, you will begin the transplant, the process 
of the transplant of God's divine nature into you. <coughs> That's what it means. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. The sons of God, how could we become the sons of God? But we become the sons of God, and of course we know this means the children of God. It doesn't have to be just men. But we, we become the children of God by taking on his divine nature. Is this making sense to you? It sure makes a lot of sense to me, and it's just not because I'm saying it. This, this makes sense. You know what? If you're a preacher out there, it better make sense to you before you try to explain it to somebody else. And this makes sense to me. Receiving Jesus and receiving the Holy Ghost are the same thing, and that's how you begin to have the DNA transplant. There's, there's people in our church that have had to have transplants, bone marrow transplants, different types of transplants. Well, I'm going to probably talk about that because they have to take also. But have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Acts 19.2. You see, this is basic in some ways, but revolutionary in others. This Christian gospel, this this uh, Christian religion, if you if you will, is not about just knowledge. It's not about some kind of philosophy, even though it's both of those. It's about information. I know I've been hitting that hard lately. The grace of God is all about information. But <clears throat> it's more than that. Paul told the church in Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 1, five. He said, For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. You see, there's there's something that happens when we receive him. John chapter 1 and 12. There's something that happens when we become the partakers of the divine nature that is dramatic. Seven times, I believe, in the Bible, it it says it originally. Uh, John the Baptist said it. I believe Jesus said it. The apostles quoted it seven times. That I indeed baptize you with water, John said. But he that cometh after me is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. See, this this DNA, divine nature of the Almighty Transplant, is not something that is non-invasive. It's extremely invasive. And it happens through the new birth, which consists of being born of the water and of the Spirit. Baptism in the name of Jesus. The water birth is baptism in the name of Jesus, that you're dunked under the water. The, the person dunking you under the water says, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, like Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Being born of the Spirit has to talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit, 
which which is evidenced and was evidenced originally in Acts chapter 2 as they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance that still happens them to them today, to us today. There is something to see and hear when the divine transplant, God's divine nature is transplanted into our lives. Acts chapter 2 and verse 33, Peter said, the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which you both, both, you, which you now see and hear. Acts chapter 8 and verse 15, there was a whole group of people. Uh, there was just an entire group of people in a city of called Samaria that had believed on Jesus but had not received the complete divine nature of the Almighty transplant. They called for Peter and James or John to come down, and the Bible said in Acts eight fifteen, and when they were come down, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen, the Holy Ghost was fallen upon none of them. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they their hands on them, Peter and John did. And they received the Holy Ghost, and verse eighteen said, And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands that the Holy Ghost was given. He offered money. I want this power. Simon saw something. There's something to see and hear when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost or the, the Holy Spirit, whichever way you want to say it. Acts chapter 10 and verse 45. It says, And they have the circumcisions, the, the Jews which believed. Now here, Philip, or excuse me, Peter went to a non-Jewish home, which was something that hadn't happened really yet, and he brought some of his Jewish friends with him. And the Bible said, and and these Jewish friends were astonished, Acts chapter 10 and verse 45, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost, for they heard... There's something to see and hear when you get this divine nature transplant. They heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Whew. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Here's an old song. Savior comes There's only one 
request our master made He said this gospel must be preached to every nation The only reason why we're here today Is to proclaim the only name that brings salvation It's our condition Take it around the world Don't lose the vision For there are millions still Who have never heard The name of Jesus The name of Jesus That's why we need Revival Pastor Bob is back. That was an old Lance Appleton song, Revival of the Name. People say, why do you guys make such a big deal out of the name of Jesus? <laughs> because it's a big deal. I don't, what else am I supposed to say? It's, it's all power in heaven and earth is given in his name. Oh, people are listening out there. Good to have everybody tuning in. Everybody texting me. Um, we got Mark and Patty. These are some people I love out in listening out at our church camp. And um, sometimes some of my best friends, I never do anything with them, but I sure like you guys. Uh, Sierra, is, she said the whole crew is listening over here. See, who's the whole crew? We've got, um, we've got, must be uh, Olivia, Nathaniel, I'm guessing, Abe. Who else is out there? Cassidy, Oren, Lori listening in Southheart. She's she's received the DNA transplant. She got a good dose of it. Ben Yoder listening in Pennsylvania. How come you never come and see me anymore? Let's see. He does. He gets out here quite a bit. Zach and Leah are listening tonight. Are you still in South Dakota or are you back home? Um they're they were they're listening tonight. Good to have them. These are some good people. From a church in West Fargo, 
pastors, a friend of mine, Brother Miller, been there, I think he was there before the turn of the century. <laughs> We're talking about DNA, divine nature of the Almighty, getting the transplant, the new birth. That's according to um, according to Brother Johnson. He was in a church this morning in um, New Mexico where they were preaching the same thing. That's what are the odds of that? Ooh, boy, the texts are coming in now. Good to have. I'll, maybe I'll get to them later. This divine, the DNA transplant, this spiritual birth, the new birth, has impacted the known world at that time. See, this was not just another religious philosophy. This impacted the world to the point where they, before Jesus came, it was before C, B.C., and after Jesus came, it was A.D. I mean, this even marked time differently. You know, the, you know I, I'm telling you, folks, this is a big deal. This baptism of the Holy Ghost and the new birth message of Jesus' name baptism turned the world upside down before there was any mass media, any, uh, any way of getting the gospel out like we think we can today through all these things. Just one heart at a time, one one visit at a time, turned the world upside down. And they couldn't stop it. They tried to kill him. They tried to torture him. They tried to persecute him. And it's still going today. Why? Because we're not talking about just the philosophy of, or a religion that can help you to become a better person. We're talking about a transplant, a spiritual transplant that can make you a better person. This DNA transplant that impacted the known world impacted my world. I was 20 years old when I received when I was baptized in the name of Jesus and I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm 63 now. That was 43 years ago. And it changed my world. It changed my family. It changed my outlook. It changed what I did for entertainment. It changed what I did for enjoyment. It changed everything that's what first corinthians 6:11 is saying he named a whole bunch of sins prior to that and then he said and such were some of you but you're washed sanctified justified in the name of the lord jesus and by the spirit of our god that's got acts 238 all over that verse now here's the here's where i want to get to tonight and i've got plenty of time and I, I feel very confident that I'll get to it. This spiritual transplant, if I can use this, it's got to take. If you know anything about getting a transplant, whether you get an organ transplant, 
uh, or any type of transplant where they transplant something into your system, there's something in your system that's going to fight against it. We are in a human body that fights against this new spiritual nature that I talked about. You know, I if you're tuning in late, I want to just I may maybe I'll say it several times yet. But Second Peter chapter one and four, we are we that it says that we are there's given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Now, it uses the word might there. You might be. Why wouldn't you be? Because this divine nature has to take to our nature. You see, I'm not talking about just speaking in tongues and getting dunked in a water tank or in a river. That's. It sounds like I am. But that's not exactly what I'm talking about. This, for this transplant to take place and to take, there's got to be a foundation of faith and repentance. Repentance is like killing the old, old immune system. When they do a transplant, the reason they're so dangerous in the natural is because they have to kill your immune system, which leaves you susceptible to all kinds of things. And repentance is the killing of the old immune system so that this new nature, that when we're baptized in the name of Jesus and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, that it'll take. There is a real new birth experience, and it's evident when it takes place, but there'll be more evidence down the line that it took. Somebody text me and say, I'm making sense to you. I'm not a doctor. The Matherns, what do you mean you're listening and enjoying the weather? What do you What do you mean? Where are you at? Oh, I see. You, you guys are, yeah, it is nice weather. So I got I to gotta quit looking at my phone. A lot, of, a lot of people texted me tonight. Thank you. Glad that you guys are listening. Hope, hope it's making sense to you. Let me say that again. I said something like this. There's a new real birth experience that I've, that I spent the first, you know, 20 minutes of the program talking about that can be seen and heard. But also, if it takes in your spirit, there's going to be other evidence that will show that it took. Romans 8 16 says the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. You see, we've got to be careful that we don't reject this DNA transplant, this divine nature of the Almighty transplant. A transplant in the natural can take for a little while, but the host can reject it after a while. That's what Ephesians 4 and 30 is talking about. It says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Don't don't grieve the Spirit of God. Pat, I like that. The proof is in the fruit, fruit, and the fruit takes time to grow. That's good. Man, that is good. 
That's exactly what I'm trying to say here. This, this, uh, you know, this program tonight, we're talking about this, how, how we can, we can serve God without fighting and without struggling if we allow the new birth experience to do what it's supposed to do. And that is to change us. And if it hasn't changed you yet, you need to, you need to go back for another dose. You know, this, this, um, exactly, Lori from South Art texted me, this repentance experience to keep this new birth transplant alive, we've got to keep that old system dead. Repentance is the killing of our fleshly desires and wills and bringing our, our flesh into conformity, or in other words, our flesh is never going to change. I'm not saying that, that you're going to change your flesh. But I believe that your nature, in other words, when you receive God's divine nature, now you'll want to do the things of God rather than not wanting to do. You know, like... like um there are people, maybe listening to me tonight in, in Radio Land, maybe you've got an addiction problem. And maybe you don't want to have an addiction problem. And that sounds kind of weird because you think, well, if you don't want to have it, just get rid of it. Well, some of you probably don't understand exactly how addiction works. Because you'll get to the place where if you're addicted to a chemical substance like alcohol or Drugs, and by the way, alcohol is a drug, so you people that think that you're not drug addicts, but you're alcoholics, you're a drug addict. You know, don't, don't look down your nose at these other people that are on meth, because you're a drug addict. I've been saying that for years, I believe it with all my heart. So you want to quit drinking, but you can't. You have good intentions of quitting drinking. Your wife told you, if you don't quit drinking, I'm going to leave you. And you tried, and you, and you went for two weeks. Now, you're back to it. Why? Because you want to drink. Your nature wants to drink. What if that changed? What if you truly didn't want to? See, that's what happened to me. You know, I, I was not a, a good drug user in the sense... I, I knew better when I got into it. You know, I knew better. My dad had had a drinking problem. I saw what it did to him and to our family. I didn't want any part of it. I um, I made it all the way into my junior year of high school without drinking. When I started, it was like I went into it with a vengeance. And I went from drinking to marijuana use and then from there to every form of drug that I could get my hands on. And I knew better. I mean, when I started out, I knew better. So then when my best friend checked himself into a treatment center, I made up my mind, well, I'm going to quit too. And I made it for three days. That's all I could do it. Because I still wanted to use drugs. But when I began 
to walk down the road of the new birth, God began to depart to impart his divine nature in me, and I didn't want to take drugs anymore. And I still don't. It's not like I want to, but I'd feel guilty if I did. It's like I don't want to, because something changed. See, that's why this turns the world upside down. Speaking in tongues and dunking people in water doesn't turn the world upside down even though those are the initial things you do to get be, be born again. But what turns the world upside down is when people actually change. They're walking down a new road. They're not doing the things they used to do. They're treating their spouse right. They're treating their children right. They're treating their parents right. You know, this Romans chapter 11 talks about grafting. Is there anybody out there that's ever done any grafting with plants? You know, where you you graft in a, a, a branch from another plant, and, and it takes, that's very similar to what we're talking about here. Romans eleven twenty two said, Behold, therefore the goodness of, and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shall be cut off. In other words, this DNA transplant is not eternal security. You have to maintain it. Hosea 4 and 6, uh, part of that verse says, simply says this, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. So have you not only had the transplant, but are you maintaining the transplant and renewing the transplant? Ephesians 4.23 and 24, and it'll tell you where the change takes place. Well, what I'm talking about is this, this change in our nature. The Bible said, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's where it takes place. I'll tell you what, um, it's a sorry substitute trying to just learn a religion. We need to let God change us. You know, I'm not going to get into it here tonight in detail, but in Romans 7, the Apostle Paul is talking like you can't live successfully for God. Unless you understand what he's saying, which I believe I do, He's talking about without this divine nature transplant, when I want to do good, but I do it not. And I don't want to do evil, and that's what I do. It sounds so fatalistic, so sorry, so sad. But don't read Romans 7 without getting to Romans 8. Because Romans 8 tells us that we are the children of God if we're led to by the Spirit of God. The divine nature has to be maintained. It has to be renewed. Oh, let me take a break here. 
Text me 701-290-7862. Email me robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Good to have all the people texting tonight. Appreciate that. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. That's what John fifteen five says, Brother Pat Cazeza. That's what you sent me. I can't hardly read that on my text. 
He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Sounds like you got to stay connected. You got to. It sounds to me like there's a divine nature. You could have victory living for Jesus. You don't have to constantly be going back and forth between failing God, feeling guilty, and coming back. Now, if you failed God, we want you to feel guilty, and we want you to come back. Feeling guilty is just another way of saying conviction, and that's a good thing. But you don't have to live that way. Stay plugged in. If, if it's not running, check the power source. Are you plugged in? My pastor used to say, well, in Ephesians 4.24, put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Here's what true holiness is, folks. It's being plugged in to the divine nature of the Almighty. That's true holiness. My pastor used to say, holiness is conforming to the nature, the DNA, and the will of God, both. I didn't even touch on that part. I'm not going to get to it tonight. Not only do we have to stay plugged into the divine nature where we want to do what's right, but we also realize that there is a flesh that we're dealing with that we have to just order it around too. This old lazy, sinful flesh we have, you need to get it to church. Get there early to pray. I don't know what it is, but it seems like it's so hard to get people to church early to pray sometimes. Even good people. I don't don't know, just disorganization maybe. But you know, but that, I I love, you know what? When I go to the, when I go to Sister Patty's listening, her dad was my pastor for many, many years until he passed away. Many times, Patty, when I go to that pulpit, I take your dad with me. He's dead. I don't bring his ashes with me. But what he taught me, I bring it with me, conforming to the nature and to the will of God. That's true holiness. Staying plugged in and also disciplining yourself, both. This divine nature of the Almighty has got to be renewed over and over and over in our thinking. Colossians 3.10, it says this, And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Romans 12.2, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Hebrews 12 and 10, talking about our, our earthly fathers, for it says they for a few days chastened us or disciplined us after their own pleasure. Sometimes, you know, not perfect fathers gave you a spanking even when you didn't deserve it. But our father, now, he does it for our profit. He disciplines us that we might be partakers of his holiness. How does he discipline us, Zach? Are you listening out there, Zach? He disciplines us by, he chastens us by using his word. That's how he does it. 
Some people would sum up my whole radio show tonight by saying two questions. Do, do you have the Holy Ghost? And does the Holy Ghost have you? Write that down. I didn't make it up. But write it down. Do you have the Holy Ghost? And does the Holy Ghost have you? Have you received this DNA transplant, divine nature of the Almighty? And are you walking in it, maintaining it? Galatians 5.16 Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not, shall not, shall not, shall not, Fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm, I think Pat Cazzo would have done better tonight in this. Just some of the couple things he texted me were right on target tonight. Let's see. New Life Pentecostal Church. Have you ever heard of that? That's 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. We had Alfred Deeds preaching for us today, Wednesday night. We're going to have Robert Simons, I think, unless unless somebody else comes in and and takes it for me. Um, I like having visiting speakers. I really do. I I you know I like preaching. I enjoy preaching. I I enjoy preaching in our local church a lot. But I also know that people. I'm not going to say they get tired of my preaching, but they get used to it. And sometimes I worry that they're maybe not hearing me. So we bring in a special speaker, and he preaches, and I just get so happy because many times he'll just hit it at a different angle or a different approach, and um, I'm just happy to see that happen. I, I don't know. We don't have any special speakers coming up in the near future that I know of, that I can think of, but... Uh, oh, yeah, we do. In July, we've got a, a man named Sylvester Narlock is going to be preaching for us sometime in July. So we have that coming up. This week, we have a children's camp. So all of our, this Wednesday night, all of a lot of our kids from 8 to 12 are going to be gone to a children's camp up at our camp meeting, campground. Um, you know, this... Um, uh, I got sidetracked. So Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock is Sunday school. 11 o'clock is our worship service. Wednesday nights at 7.30, we have a worship service and preaching or teaching. Not sure what's going to go. It's not like always a Bible study. This last Wednesday was kind of a Bible study, uh, but also just a real admonition, too, because we had somebody uh, visited our church a week ago Sunday, and they died on Monday, and um, I don't know, it was just really sad. I brought it to the church on Wednesday. Just that we got to always make sure that we're doing everything we can do to reach people and doing our very best. I'm not saying we didn't, you know, but I'm just saying we, we, we're dealing with life and death situations. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Don't put it off. Don't play games with it. Uh, do it the Bible way. You know, people say, well, Pastor Bob, what if I wasn't baptized that way? Are you saying I'm going to go to hell? I'm saying get baptized that way. Don't, don't, don't. I mean, I didn't write this book. I I didn't write Acts 2.38. That isn't something written by the United Pentecostal Church or 
the Worldwide Pentecostal Fellowship. Acts 2.38 is written in the Bible. Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you haven't received the Holy Ghost, pray until you receive it. There's a lady listening to me tonight from Bowman. She several couple years ago, I think it was, she was listening to this radio broadcast. She made up her mind after the show's over. <clears throat> I'm going to pray till I get the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and she did. You can too. If you want the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you can't receive it, come to church. We'll pray with you. It's for you. It's part of the new birth. It's how the divine nature is initially implanted in us. You know, here's what I believe. Even though we're sinful flesh, there's something divine about us that that there's something in us that wants to be good and right and clean. But we don't live that way without God. And so we're frustrated and under condemnation and conviction all the time because we know we're not right. I don't necessarily think you have to convince people they're sinners. I think deep down inside people know it. Sometimes you just bring it to our attention. And so we want to do what's right. The the new birth experience of being born again of the water and of the Spirit will bring about the dreams that you've always wanted to see happen. You've always wanted to be the hero. You've always wanted to be the good man or woman. But you just couldn't do it. But you can now. The divine nature will help you to love people and be loved by people because of it. This uh, implanting of the divine nature will make you a person of respect and integrity and honor. You see, everything you've ever wanted, I mean, I'm not talking about money, I'm not talking about women. I'm not talking about power. But everything you've truly ever wanted is tied up in what I'm speaking about tonight, the divine nature of the Almighty. Lord Jesus, tonight as we close this broadcast, I ask you to help each one that's listening. Help us to realize, Lord, that this is for us. It's unto us, to our children, that you've called all of us to be partakers of your divine nature. And those that have already tasted, but maybe God haven't received that full dose that's changed them, Lord, help them realize that this isn't just about easing our conscience, but to be fully immersed in your truth and in your knowledge. I pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening tonight, and uh, God bless you. We'll be back for another Tell It Like It Is radio show next week. Until then, uh, this has been Pastor Bob Simons.
my pleasure being here. Thank you for all the communication. Well, it's so simple, it's easy, been working since the world was new. I find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. I find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. Well, it's so simple, it's easy, just follow what he says to do. What Jesus said to Nicodemus, he's going to say to you. Because what he said to Nicodemus, well, it sure is true. You got to be born of the water. Be born of the Spirit too. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.